This is Channel 253. In this episode of We Art Tacoma. Am I telling it right? Well, I was just going to say we're not supposed to say too much. Oh. They're working on some fun that's going to be around the community. Okay. (laughs) And um, the first hint of it will be in our next issue. Channel 253 is sponsored by Alaska Airlines. I'm Nate Bowling, and I fly Alaska. To book your next trip, go to alaskaair.com. This is the We Art Tacoma podcast. Happy December, Doug. Happy December to you, Eric. Uh, For those who don't know, who just stumbled on this, this is the We Art Tacoma podcast. I'm your host, Eric Hanberg. I'm producer Doug. And uh, we're in the first week of December here, and our guests are uh, Sierra Hartman and Sarah Kay from Grit City Meg. They have been around about as long as Channel 253, a couple years, and uh, they have a nice story about their gorgeous, gorgeous magazine. So let's give it a listen. All right, welcome back to another episode of We Art Tacoma. I am joined in the studio this fine morning with Sarah Kay and Sierra Hartman. Welcome. Thank you. Hi, Eric. So I uh, I have been fascinated by Grit City Magazine ever since you launched, right around the same time, roughly, that Channel 253 launched were some of those independent media um, companies that are sprouting up among the demise of the big guys. <laughs> Um, but I wanted to talk about like where this magazine came from. Where did Grit City Magazine come from? Uh, so in the summer of 2017, I met a guy named William Manzanares. Uh, he's a local business owner, a member of the Puyallup tribe, a general serial entrepreneur. And he had this hazy idea of making a magazine about Tacoma. Um, I had been working as a freelance photographer and writer for years before that, and uh so we met up and we talked about what it could look like. Um, and over the summer, we produced some content, came up with the name, and we launched the website and social media platforms in summer of 2017. Um, just a couple weeks after that is when Sarah found us and joined on then as a freelancer. But uh, that's kind of the basic start of it. And now it's just the two of you who are making this this magazine work, right? Yeah, um, at some point along the way, Will decided that the editorial world wasn't a business venture he wanted to stick with and um, said if Sierra and I could convince him that we could keep the magazine going, he would give it to us. And somehow we managed to do that. And so in January of this year, Sierra and I became co-owners of it. That's awesome. Way to go. Thanks. Um, I, I had you on the podcast because I really feel like Arts coverage is one of the things that's really fallen off most in in this city, and that's one of the reasons why this podcast exists. And Grid City covers, I think, the breadth of the city in a variety of different ways. But it's a really, I really do think it has a real art um, impact. First of all, it's a beautiful physical magazine itself. Like it is, it is in many ways a work of art. I think that the designs are incredible, the photography is incredible. So you are definitely participating in the Tacoma art scene in a way that I think is really important to the city. So that's the first thing that I want to say. That's why you're here. <laughs> because you. I think it's it's, re, uh, it's definitely an important part of it. Taking that as a compliment. You should. <laughs> I, I don't know the other way to take it. <laughs> um, so, Sierra, you said you're a, you're a uh, freelance photographer, or you had been. How that's did you right. get into photography? 
Uh, my dad's a photographer too, and so I grew up. We had a dark room in our garage. Um, I had a camera in my hand for as long as I can remember. Yeah. Um, and I, I mostly just did it for fun most of my life. Um, and then probably around 2011, 2012, um, I started doing it professionally, like full time. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then, so I started shooting for uh, editorial magazines, and then it became a useful skill to be able to just write the own art, my own articles as I was shooting them. So that's kind of how I got into writing. Absolutely. And do you have a background as a writer, Sarah? Um, I suppose, yeah. <laughs> I spent 10 years um, working for a national parenting website, creating blogs, essentially. Mm-hmm. And um, it was super convenient. I could do that work from home. And uh, during that time, I learned a lot about, you know, what kind of stories catch people's interest and how to find people and interview them and things like that. Yeah. When when Sierra was telling the story of Grit City Mag, how how did you discover the magazine? I mean, just a few weeks after it launched, what what drew you to it? Craigslist. Craigslist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I had been working from home for ten years, and the great thing there are a lot of great things about working from home, but it can get very old and isolating. And so, I was looking to try and do something in the town I was living in, and there aren't a lot of um, opportunities to do creative work like for um, a high paying salary here in Tacoma and so um, I saw the ad that I think Sierra had written and I was like this this sounds like a kind of a crappy startup I don't know (laughs) this doesn't really sound like it's going to be a real thing but there weren't all the other opportunities were in Seattle and it felt like this was like the one Tacoma opportunity I had so I emailed them and said do you want to grab a coffee or a beer and met them and Felt convinced that it was worth giving it a go. Yeah, absolutely. Things changed a little bit when you had the very first print version of the magazine. Was that something that was a plan from the start, or <laughs> did you stumble backwards into it? Tell me about that. Uh, no, I. so Will, his original vision was to do a print magazine. Um, the original idea was much more... Uh, like reviews based and it would be like broadly applicable to visitors um, like here's some you know the best place to do whatever in Tacoma it might be like in a hotel room or something exactly. like that yeah. um, and I the idea I pitched was based on like this concept of a hyper local publication that's it's been done in a few different cities but it, I feel like Tacoma really worked well for that anyway um, every print magazine that I've worked with that started in the last 10 years doesn't exist anymore. I just thought print was a terrible idea, not worth it. But um, an opportunity came up to make one, and... Uh, you should tell that story. Yeah, what was the okay. story? Well, so the story? <laughs> We've got time. Let's yeah, hear okay. it. So everything's kind of, everything has strings. Um, so the first, like, year we were around, Sarah and I were doing all this stuff, we didn't have an office, and so we mostly worked out of bars around Tacoma. Nice. We started doing it in coffee shops, but, like, you can only drink so much coffee in a day. Beer costs about as much, so – and it's way more fun. Um, <laughs> the writing flows a little better. <laughs> it really does. Um, so we were at Narrow's Brewing some random afternoon, and I think we were the only ones in there that day. And the the bartender, we were ordering whatever, and she saw – like, we had our laptops out and stuff. She's like, so what are you guys doing? And like, oh, we're Grid City Magazine, blah, blah, blah. And I think she had heard of us. I don't remember, but she just, like – out of nowhere, is like, hey, do you guys want to make a beer with us? Narrows had been doing a bunch of collaborations with other breweries at that time, hmm. um, like 
I I think Narrows and Seven Seas did one together, for example. And she was looking to expand beyond collaborating with breweries and start mixing it up. And she saw, cool. heard of us as a magazine and was like, you guys want to make a beer? And we were like, hell yeah. Like, well, <laughs> yeah, of course that's, we that's, do. That's, how do you turn that down? Right. Uh, and so we, like literally later that afternoon, we were just working. And then one of the other owners came down and we talked to her. We talked to one of the head brewers and like worked most of it out in like a an hour or so and uh we were we got into like okay so what's the can design gonna be and we were like oh i don't know and uh one of the owners like well can you just put a picture of the magazine on there and like well we don't we don't have an actual like print magazine she's like well could you make one and we were like i don't know sure (laughs) how can that be and so literally from that the day we had that conversation to like the first hard copy in hand was six weeks. Wow. And the beer came out about that oh, time, yeah. and it was the hard copy IPA. Yeah. That's really nice. Uh, I think it did pretty well. They put it, uh, they had it in the competition for that year, so that would have been 2018. Um, yeah, so we launched, the first magazine came out, uh, the first hard copy magazine came out in September of 2018. Yeah. Um, and we figured, like, okay, once we actually thought about it, like, this is, going to take some time. We figured if we're going to make a magazine, we may as well make it worth holding on to. Um, we went and spoke to Lance Kagey at Rotator Creative. Yep, he was on the, the podcast just a couple of months ago. Yeah, so like we had seen the Rotator magazine before that, and it's just absolutely beautiful. And yeah, figured, they, they only did the one. I was uh, yeah. sad about that. Yeah, I think everyone who's seen it is. Um, and so we figured he'd be a great person to get advice from. And uh, yeah, you While we were there, part. Lance pulled out a whole bunch of different magazines he'd collected over the years and just was, like, showing us stuff that he thought was cool. And there was this one that was an oversized – it was a more um, taller than ours mm-hmm. actually turned out being. But it had this beautiful stitching on the side. And we were like, oh, man, I wish we could do that. It's so beautiful. I wonder what machine does that. And Lance turned around and pointed across the room and was like, oh, it's that machine. I have one. Do you want to borrow it? <laughs> And that it's Lance's um, credit and fault that we now stitch all of our magazines, and we've had it's, his it's, machine. It's on. like a signature thing for it. It is, now. yeah. It's a real pain in the butt. Oh, I believe it. <laughs> to I do mean, each I, one. Yeah, like like it's. I, we have listeners. We have a copy of a Grid City Mag here, and uh, it it just feels really good. But yes, it looks like a ton of work. Yeah, so it's actually the kind of machine that um, think of stitching the top of a dog food bag or a charcoal bag. It's very industrial. There's no speed on it. It's either full on or off. Oh, wow. So Sierra has to kind of like feather the pedal to get it to go through the paper but not completely tear it up. And then we have to tie the knots on each end of the magazine and trim them. Like like, like with your fingers, you're tying yes. knots on the ends of each, each magazine. Yeah. Yep. For like 600 or 800 copies. Wow. <laughs> These yeah. are these are labors of love. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, the, the the end result is beautiful. How many have you done uh, since since September of 2018? Uh, our fifth fifth issue came out in September, and our sixth one will be coming out later this month. Okay, that's really exciting. Um, I'm curious over all the stories that you've told. What still sticks out to you, the two of you? Is there anything? A story in particular, um, a photo that you took, just and, and it doesn't have to be like you know our most popular or anything like that. Just for the two of you, what do you what stories did you like to tell? Uh, I think my favorite overall story that really um, it kind of checked all the boxes of stuff I like to do is uh, pretty early on. Actually, we did a story 
on Old City Hall, and this was while it was still the city was trying to find a buyer for it. Yep. Um, and so we had we knew some people at the uh, Office of Historic Preservation at the city of Tacoma, and so we talked to them. We're like, "Hey, what's up with that big building over there? The doors are all locked. Nobody's been inside in twenty years." Um, and signed some papers, and they basically just unlocked the door and said, "Go for it. We'll I'll be out in my car." Um, and so we went, we started at the top of the clock tower and we just worked our way down. Wow. I think we were only there for like three or four hours, but we went all the way down through all the different floors, crawled around in all the different spaces and all the way down into the sub basement, um, below where the jail used to be. And I particularly enjoy photographing the, like abandoned, untrafficked places. Uh, I think that's kind of fun. I like to do a lot of light painting in darker places and, that building is just full of interesting Sorry, what, what is light painting? Well, so basically I'd set up my tripod, set my camera on a tripod in a in a dark environment, either outside at night or in a basement with no lights. Okay. And I'd open the shutter, and then basically I just walk around the room with a flashlight. And rather than having like one bright flash from the camera, the light comes from the source that I'm carrying around the room. And so it gives the... Uh, it gives a sense of scale to the space more than a flash, more than an on-camera flash would. Um, and it's a really, uh, it's an interesting effect because you don't see that with your normal eye. Um, That's cool. Yeah, I enjoy doing that. And then just the history of that building is amazing. It was built in 1893 and it's been through dozens of different iterations of what, you know, different things have occupied the space. Yeah. Um, and so it kind of combined my love of photography and I'm kind of a history geek too. So that was a really fun one. That's really cool. What about you, Sarah? I do have a personal favorite. Um, just after we made the first magazine, I found a newspaper clipping in the Tacoma Public Library's Northwest Room. And it was a photograph of Tammy Trinkle working. She was one of two women who helped build the roof of the Tacoma Dome. And the photos were um, from a newspaper clipping and it was of her wearing like tiny shorts, <laughs> work boots, a tool belt, and a bikini top. <laughs> one of them, she was, I think, carrying a two-by-four, and no, another like one... two-by-six. It was a big two, board. Two-by-six. <laughs> and uh, another one, she was, like, hammering, and I was like, the, who is this badass? Yeah. And so um, we shared that photo on our through our social media, and a lot of people were just, like, totally amazed by it, and eventually we found her son, and her son was able to get us in contact with Tammy, and... Um, we were able to meet up with her over by the Tacoma Dome, and I was we, I talked to her about like her whole experience, what it was like back then, and um, at the time Tammy had just lost her longtime partner and was battling lung cancer. Oh wow! And she said like seeing everyone get excited about the work she had done years ago was like a really bright thing during that time in her life, and um, she. <laughs> gave us this photo that's actually the inside spread of our second magazine of her on the last day of the job in her bikini with her her, her bikini top with her tool belt and with a rainier in one hand and a joint in the other hand <laughs> up on the roof of the Tacomodome flexing. And that went into our um, second magazine. That's pretty great. Uh, well, why don't we take a quick uh, sponsor break, and when we come back, we will talk about your next issue and what might be coming up in December and beyond. This is Alaska Airlines Mileage Plan MVP Nate Bowling, host of the Channel 253 sister podcast, Nerd Farmer. Hope and I are setting off on a new adventure. We're moving to the Middle East for the next few years and exploring a new culture. Don't worry, don't worry, the Nerd Farmer podcast isn't going anywhere. But do you know what is coming with us? 
my Alaska Airlines mileage plan. Here's what's cool. Alaska has more than 15 global partners, which allows me to earn and use Alaska miles even when I'm not flying Alaska. So if I leave SeaTac and fly direct to Dubai on Emirates on an eligible fare, I'm going to earn Alaska miles on that flight. That means whenever I fly home, I'm going to be racking up some insane miles that I can use to book future travel. If you have an international vacation plan, check out the list of Alaska Airline partners, like Japan Airlines, British Airways, Cathay Pacific, Qantas, and a whole lot more. Enter your Alaska Airlines mileage plan number when you book with Alaska Global Partners and watch those miles add up toward elite status on your next trip. My thanks to Alaska Airlines for their continued support of Channel 253. Learn more at alaskaair.com backslash global partners. And we are back. Thank you to our sponsors and uh, thank you to the members who make Channel 253 possible for $4 a month or $40 a year. You can support what we're doing, this podcast, and many of our other shows. Channel253.com slash membership, $4 a month or $40 a year. Uh, and you can give gift memberships too. Tis the season. So, okay, back to Grit City Mag. You said issue six is coming out soon. Um, this month, December? Yes, the hope is to have them in time for the December 21st night market. Sometimes things get a little delayed at the printer, and sure. then we have to have all the time to stitch them. And so it might be a little bit later than that. We'll be posting updates through our social media channels about when it will for sure be available. Do you want to give a, a preview of anything that people might be able to find in this issue? Uh, one of the things that I'm pretty excited about is a story you've actually had kind of on the back burner for a while. Um there's a, a particular stencil around Tacoma, and it's a boy's face. Um, it's You see it a lot, uh, like, around the Lincoln District and downtown, and it's this boy with a really surprised look on his face, and it's just the stencil. And it's it's usually pretty subtle, um, and there's a few of them around town with some modifications. Uh, and I finally got to meet the artist who does – who had been doing that. He's been doing it for like 10 years. Wow. Sort of told the story behind that. So that's that one was pretty fun. I like those kinds of uh, peeling back the curtain or pulling back the curtain tracking, kind of stuff. Tracking. You, you do seem to be two good trackers. I mean, you you found a lot of people, it sounds like. Like, we found her son and then we found <laughs> her and that's pretty great. I think a lot of people are into that kind of mystery and figuring things out. Uh, you know, having a network that we do, we've, we're at like something like 12,000 Facebook fans now. So if awesome. we put something out there, Tacoma is a big town, but it's also everybody seems to know everybody. So if we have a question or need a lead on something, people like to jump in and help us out. Yeah, absolutely. Anything else that you want to? You or? should also tell them about one a little bit. Oh, yeah. So uh, we've got this project that's it's difficult to picture if you don't know some of these guys but it's an artist named Steve LaBerge who has a lot of uh, he's also been on this podcast oh, fiberglass art yeah. Yeah. fiberglass art and uh, crazy LEDs uh, if you've ever been to Alma Mater at night you've seen his work glowing outside he's got the TVs yep. um, the, the slug thing, thing. Yeah. the slug yeah right so the slug I think it's technically called the C5 uh, I don't remember what all the C's stand for um, and then he built the Crawlris uh, a couple of years ago, and that was the same kind of thing, but it drove around in the north end, um, covered in lights. And all this is like Burning Man kinds of stuff. Um, he and a writer uh, named Paul Blanchard and uh, an illustrator slash comic book artist named Stan Shaw put together 
kind of a backstory to this whole thing. Am I telling it right? Well, I was just going to say we're not supposed to say too much. Oh. They're working on some fun that's going to be around the community. Okay. <laughs> and um, the first hint of it will be in our next issue. It's a long-term, so, so ongoing. stay tuned. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That's very cool. Think of it like hide-and-seek a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> and and are you and you're gonna keep doing the mag the the print magazine. That's 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 the goal. That's you, what we're telling everyone. That's what we're telling everyone. <laughs> that's really great. And and quarterly, roughly. Yeah, the plan is quarterly. They come out in um, March, June, September, and December annually. What what um, what else do you see coming up for for Good City Mag? What's your any quarterly mags and. We uh, so last September we threw a, a block party uh, to celebrate the anniversary of the print magazine, and that was it was a lot of work, but it was also really fun, um, and people seemed to enjoy it. Uh, so doing events like that would be really fun. Um, we've got some ideas for different types of events, like just casual hangouts, and some like I always thought it'd be really fun to do some kind of photography contest. Hmm, um, yeah. And we know a lot of people with spaces and venues, and I think that would be. That would be really fun. It's just a matter of time putting it together. Um, more broadly for the magazine, uh, right now, Sarah and I do a lot of the behind-the-scenes work, and we have a, a really extremely generous network of contributors who help out with uh, content production and a lot of other behind-the-scenes stuff. Um, but we'd really like to expand the scope of storytelling for the magazine. Um it's relatively easy to tell stories about all the cool things happening around downtown and the north end and along the waterfront and stuff. Um, but there's a whole lot of Tacoma that just doesn't really get as much attention. Yeah. Um, we really want to focus on all the different aspects of Tacoma, um, the south end, south Tacoma, east Tacoma. Like, We want to f- expand uh, all the kinds of stories we're telling like that. You had a, a recent story that, that – I guess it, it challenged my preconceived notion of of Grit City Mag in a good in a very good way, where it was it was like, you know, what's happening with um, uh, the word uh, like like sexual you know trafficking human trafficking, human trafficking in Tacoma. Yeah. Um, how I think that that's just really great that you can not only have. I think I think that it's great to have that kind of story in in there. I think that's really important to be able to do. Yeah, I, Sierra wrote our mission statement, um, and I think he did a really great job of it because it says Grit City Magazine was founded on the notion that Tacoma has good stories to tell, and essentially, we're hyper focused on Tacoma, but that still leaves a wide variety of subjects open. Yeah. You know, fun things, silly jokes, but also hard stories about tough things that are going on in the city. And that and that's definitely one that I feel like is not on the public. Mm-hmm. Radar in in any you know there, there's not public policy conversations around it at the local level that I can you know think of it's a it's a national thing that people think of but it has local impact as well. Yeah, there's something about you know knowing human trafficking trafficking exists and then in the story which actually Sierra's wife Nina wrote, um, you know mentioning like a specific McDonald's in town mm. and it just you know putting a location that you probably have been to before on a story like that really brings it home. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and that's one of the one of the ongoing goals of the magazine is, you know, we jumped into this, like, it's not like we're the first uh, publication to tell stories about Tacoma. 
Um, and we weren't necessarily trying to beat anyone else at their game. Um, we just found that there were a lot of stories that were going untold or they weren't deserve, they weren't getting the attention they deserved. Um, and so when we do tell stories, we try to go after things that people aren't talking about, you know, tell the stories that aren't necessarily a breath of fresh air. Um, because people, Tacoma is a diverse place in mm -hmm. absolutely every way. And so it's going to appeal to somebody. Um, and it's just, there's, there's no end to the interesting stories to tell in Tacoma. I've literally got a list of like 200 ideas that I'll probably never get to. That's amazing. Uh, one of the things I like to do on the podcast is invite my guests to give a shout out to a person or an organization in the arts community, ideally, but it doesn't have to be, who you think is doing really good work. Uh, you want to give a gold star to could be a person, could be an organization, just someone you want to say, like, hey, good job. Uh, I don't know about a shout-out, but I certainly would like to give a huge thank you to Alma Mater. We finally stopped working out of bars and are a little bit more sober, thanks to them welcoming <laughs> us into their co-working space. Um, Above Honey it is their co-working, and it's called The Hive. And it's, I think, open to anyone at this point can sign up to be a member, but the idea was based around it being an artist's co-working space. Yeah. And it's just really fun to be in there. Um, they don't mind when we're running the stitching machine and it's loud. There'll be someone across the room from us working on a painting. And you get to meet a lot of creatives and just get to know the creative community just kind of through that mix. Yeah. Um, you mentioned earlier you are talking about the Hard Copy Magazine. Uh, I would like to give a specific shout-out to our designer, Donahi Mejia. Um we went to school together. Um, I was actually in the Navy with her husband, so we've known each other for a long time, but she's an absolutely brilliant graphic designer. Absolutely. Sarah and I have essentially zero graphic design sense, and the only reason our magazine is better than, like, a bunch of photocopied papers stapled together in the corner <laughs> is because of her skills. So that's, you know, the, the look of the magazine gets a lot of credit, um, but she's not, you know... She deserves credit that, for that. That's, that's a, definitely a, a well-deserved shout-out. Uh, so for people who might want to be looking for either uh, the sixth issue or anything else from you, where are you going to be in December so that people can know where to look for Good City Mag? This coming Saturday, the December 14th, we're going to be participating in the downtown Tacoma Hall Crawl. Um, it goes from the UW-Tacoma area all the way down to McMenamin's and... Yeah, through the theater district. Yeah. Um, we're taking over a space that's next to Satori, so down on the UTEB dubbed Tacoma side, side. The old collectic yeah. spot. Um, we'll have some fun things there. We'll have all of our regular merch, the magazines, um, our big three-foot by three-foot Tacoma maps, and probably some new actual large prints as well. Mm -hmm. And then after that, we'll be at the Tacoma Night Market at Alma Mater on December 21st. And then the next week, uh, we'll also be at the second Tacoma Night Market at the Museum of Glass. Okay. And then we might be at first night as well. That Holy cow. remains to be seen. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Busy month, but I think that that is true for everyone, uh, especially who is, touches in the art world in some way. Right. So, And then people can find you online. You have Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. All of that should be at Grit City Mag. Yeah. GritCityMag.com or Instagram or Facebook. It's all the same. Yeah. Cool. And that's where they can, if they want to get the next issue, they can still have time to subscribe. Is that right? Yep, absolutely. Okay. 
Wonderful. Well, thank you again for uh, coming on the podcast. And uh, I am looking forward to seeing the next issue. And uh, I'll, uh, I'll get this out soon so people can, can learn more about you. Thanks, Eric. Thank you. Thank you very much. Channel 253 is sponsored by Alaska Airlines. I'm Nate Bowling, and I fly Alaska. To book your next trip, go to alaskaair.com. The We Art Tacoma podcast is part of the Channel 253 network. Check out our other shows, Nerd Farmer, Interchangeable White Ladies, Citizen Tacoma, Crossing Division, Flounder's B-Team, and What Say You? This is Channel 253.